Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information, as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. Today is May 14th. Skylab, launched in 1973, was America's first space station and first crewed research laboratory in space. Early visions of orbiting space stations predated the space age, and Soviet Union orbited its first experimental space station, Salut, in 1971. The larger, more complex Skylab evolved out of the Apollo Applications Program of the late 1960s, which sought to repurpose any unused hardware from the Apollo Moon Landing Program. The Skylab complex consisted of four major components, the orbital workshop, the airlock module, and the multiple docking adapter, and the Apollo telescope mount. The Apollo Command and Service Module transported crews to and from Skylab and remained attached to the station throughout a crew's occupancy. The OWS, the orbital workshop, converted from the upper stage of a Saturn rocket, served as the main working, living, and sleeping compartment for the crews and contained exercise equipment, a galley, and many of the scientific experiments, and particularly for life science studies. Two large solar arrays on the OWS provided 12 kilowatts of power to the station. The AM uh, Apollo or the airlock module enabled astronauts to conduct spacewalks, while the mo- multiple docking adapter MDA included a prime and backup docking port for the Apollo spacecraft that housed the Earth Resources Experiment Package. The ATM compi- contained telescopes for solar observation and four solar arrays for additional power. Once in orbit, the complex weighed 170,000 pounds, by far the heaviest spacecraft to date. An unprecedented research laboratory in space, Skylab contains scientific equipment to study research in a variety of disciplines. Astronauts aboard the space station conducted 270 experiments in biomedical and life sciences, earth observation, solar astronomy, and materials processing. Among the most important were investigations on the astronauts' physiological responses to long-duration spaceflight. As originally envisioned, three successive three-person crews could spend 28, 56, and 56 days aboard the space station, launching in Apollo capsules atop Saturn 1B rockets. For the first time in human spaceflight, Skylab's second docking port enabled a rescue capability. A second Apollo capsule carrying two astronauts could come to the aid of the resident three-person crew should their spacecraft become disabled and all five returning to Earth in the new spacecraft. In 1804, one year after the United States doubled its territory with the Louisiana Purchase, the Lewis and Clark Expedition left St. Louis, Missouri on a mission to explore the Northwest from Mississippi River all the way to the Pacific Ocean. Even before the U.S. government concluded purchase negotiations with France, President Thomas Jefferson commissioned his private secretary, Meriwether Lewis, and William Clark, an army captain, to lead an expedition into what is now the U.S. Northwest. On May 14th, the Corps of Discovery featuring approximately 45 men, although only an approximate 33 men would make the full journey, left St. Louis for the American interior. The expedition traveled up the the Missouri River in a 55-foot-long keelboat and two smaller boats. In November, Toussaint Charbonneau, a French-Canadian fur trader accompanied by his young Native American wife, Sacagawea, joined the expedition as an interpreter. 
The group wintered in present-day North Dakota before crossing into present-day Montana, where they first saw the Rocky Mountains. On the other side of the Continental Divide, they were met by Sacagawea's tribe, the Shoshone Indians, who sold them horses for the journey down through the Bitterroot Mountains. After passing through the dangerous rapids of the Clearwater and Snake Rivers in canoes, the explorers reached the calm of the Columbia River, which led them to the sea. On November 8th of 1805, the expedition arrived at the Pacific Ocean. After pausing there for the winter, the explorers began their long journey back to St. Louis. On September 23, 1806, almost two and a half years after the expedition returned to the city, bringing back a wealth of information about the region, much of it already inhabited by Native Americans, as well as valuable U.S. claims to Oregon Territory. And on this date, in 1942, the Women's Army Auxiliary Corps, the WAC Act, which authorized a voluntary enrollment program for up to 150,000 women to join the U.S. Army in a non-combat capacity. It was signed into law. Authored and introduced by Representative Edith North Norse Rogers of Massachusetts, the proposal cleared the way for women to serve in a variety of jobs. Medical care professionals, welfare workers, clerical workers, cooks, messengers, military postal employees, chauffeurs, and telephone and telegraph operators. In making her case on the House floor, Representative Rogers explained that the WAC Act gave women a chance to volunteer to serve their country in a patriotic way. A year later, the measure was supplanted by Rogers' Women's Army Corps Bill, which granted official military status to the volunteers by creating the Women's Army Corps, or WAC, within the Army. Rogers' successes opened the way for other uniformed women's services in the Navy and the Air Force. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeople'sHistory.com Skylab at NASA.gov The Lewis and Clark Expedition at History.com And the Women's Army Auxiliary Corps at History.house.gov the music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing, as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.